This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has extended certain school lunch flexibilities through the remainder of the school year. In an announcement this afternoon, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue moved the waiver deadline on the practices from the end of the calendar year to the end of June 2021. The extended flexibilities include extending summer feeding program meals to be served in all areas and at no cost, permitting meals to be served outside the typically required settings and mealtimes, waiving some meal pattern requirements, and allowing parents and guardians to pick up food without their children present. USDA says additional flexibilities can be granted on a state-by-state basis. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. A new USDA report trimmed up the corn and soybean production forecasts and upped the price expectations for the two commodities. The October World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report was released today. USDA dropped corn production to 14.7 billion bushels and soybean production to 4.3 billion bushels. That move raised the corn and soybean prices 10 and 55 cents respectively. The average corn price is now pegged at 360 per bushel, the average soybean price at 980 per bushel. Don Rose is the president of U.S. Commodities in Des Moines. He says there were a few revelations in the report. You know, probably a little bit of surprise for the trade that we did not take the the uh, yield down on corn and beans. The trade was kind of braced for that, but we did get the lower production through, like I say, the surprise in the acres. So, uh, and I think that's what we look at. And when you're at these type of price levels, can we still continue to get news that takes your ending stocks down? Or can we get to a level where we start to relax it again? You know, and some of that can occur because uh, planting maybe in South America with these price hikes is higher than we think and uh, demand shrinks a little bit. Um, You know, so those are things we're going to be watching. American Farm Bureau economist Shelby Myers says the production figures bear watching going forward. Not a whole lot of yield changes in this report for the 2020 crop, um, but I hear a lot of chatter out in the countryside of where folks yields are and what where they see it, where USDA sees it, where um, you know some of the analysts see it. So keeping an eye on yields, watching those yield monitors. Um, the ethanol numbers are um, something that I definitely keep an eye on just regularly because it's such a significant portion of that corn demand. And um, as as that's deteriorated over the 2019 crop, definitely want to find a way for that to rebound um, through the rest of the end of this year and using up some of that corn crop. From the 2020 years. As for Rose, he says, Watch the carries in the market. Uh, bean inversions are still about 30 cents from November to July. So bottom line is you carry beans from November to next July, eight months, same crop year, and lose 30 cents. Um, the market's telling you the supplies in the market right now on beans. If you're going to carry something, carry corn. There's more on the report in our coverage on agripulse.com. As the week comes to an end, it looks like coronavirus aid negotiations might be underway once again. According to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office, she and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin spoke this afternoon. Mnuchin is said to have returned to the table with a proposal that attempted to address Democratic concerns, but Pelosi's office says they're still waiting for specific language and continue to negotiate on the overall funding level. Finally today, the United Nations World Food Program is the recipient of the 2020 Nobel Peace Prize. 
In the announcement, the Norwegian Nobel Committee praised WFP's efforts to combat hunger, its contribution to bettering conditions for peace in conflict-afflicted areas, and for acting as a driving force in efforts to prevent the use of hunger as a weapon of war and conflict. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Before we let you go, a brief programming note. There will be no drive time Monday in accordance with the Columbus Day federal holiday. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.